This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. It's Wednesday, so you know what that means. It's supposed to be a Wait, time out, time out. You guys look so handsome. Excuse me. You guys look great. All three of you. Right. All three of you in the gray look extremely handsome. You may carry on. Am I? Am I? I even like your pocket square. She's just pocket color. She's just rubbing me. No, you guys look great. You gotta straighten your tie a little bit. I'll take that Green Lantern. I'll take that. Okay. Anyway, carry on. It's a doggy dog world. My man Swag Doo. Swag Doo is in the house. But you know what's special about today, doggy? You know what's special about today? What's that, baby? We're talking baseball. The Duke Campanella talking baseball. The commissioner of Major League Baseball. Rob Manfred is going to be in the house. You know I knew that song. Big time. First takes in the hand. Okay, okay. Good morning, everyone. Welcome into First Take. It is a beautiful Wednesday morning. It really is. Yeah, beautiful. 80s, sunny. Look who's here. My guy, Marcus Spears. Hey, Sweat. I love that you're here in New I York know, on I Wednesdays. Did, I, listen, so it, I don't know how this happened, but thank you to everyone who made it happen. I was riding in last night, right? And I, dr- I drive down the East River yep. and the beautiful lights on at night. And I said, this is the city of dreams for real. Sure is. My dream. He thing. needs to go to Baton Rouge to fix that defense. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't start with the hate. Oh, Matt Jones in the house. In case America did didn't notice. Right. It's, 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 it's true. It's grand to it's start true. the show How are you? Usual. Nice I to see you. It's fantastic. It's amazing to see. It's tennis weather. Tennis. Yes, it is tennis weather. I want to work on that follow through a little. I play on Saturday. I'll play tomorrow. Okay. Yeah, you will. Hey, hey. Hey, Steve. You are no longer after that pitch that we saw. And you embarrassed the commissioner. I know. After that pitch, you're getting on my tennis game? I choked. I choked. I choked. You need to admit that, too. Hey, Steve, new suit for the commissioner? It's a new suit. I like it. Suit. That's very I like nice, it. bro. Okay, it's you nice. don't have to change your voice and get all, like, R&B on me. It's a nice suit. Why do we have to go that way? The question is not about me changing my voice. It's why you notice it. I can't. Molly, it's, I it's no more. It's no more. Like, why? You gotta stop. Why even try? You gotta stop. No more. You gotta stop. You know when right? you reach a point and you're like, why do I even speak? I mean, I'm at that point. That's what I'm All right, let's What's go. Saying? You're a mirror guy. You're a mirror guy. All right. You guys want to talk a little football? Let's do it. Okay. Battle of the NFC Sunday when Dak and the boys travel to the Bay to face the undefeated Niners. Even Jerry knows this is the team to beat. Jerry, what's up? They are right now uh, probably the uh, most likely team to uh, go in the Super Bowl. But in order for them to get there, they've got to go by us, uh, hopefully two times, uh, if that's the way it falls in the playoffs. And we're in the playoffs, of course. But the bottom line is that uh, uh, you're playing the best. There's uh, no reason uh, physically, no reason scheme-wise, that we shouldn't go out there and play well enough to win a football game. All right, Stephen A. Smith. Yeah. Some people call you Southern Steve when you're down south. I like Stephen. 
Okay. You know, an essay. Okay, this, the, you, the tone of the voice I'm having a well, very hard time with this morning. <laughs> yeah, so like, I don't know. We hosted you an event. We know we hosted an event together last <laughs> night. Jimmy oh, Pitaro I mean, got an award. We will discuss that a little bit later. So I don't know I what happened need, after the event. I but I mean, your DM voice yeah. on the show today. Yeah, like, 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 <laughs> like take it down a notch. Was Shannon at the event last night? No, no it was not. It was just us. It was just Thanks for the invite. The wife is back. You shouldn't be so insecure. Uh, Mrs. Russo has to <laughs> Mrs. Russo has Listen, You should be Mad all dog. right. Here's okay. the deal. You work on a remote you want the show to go to, and we'll make oh, it happen. Man. All right. Well, we discussed Atlanta and the Dodgers in the World Series. That's right. We go. Uh, and well, and together. Together. He's taking me. He's taking me. We go. We discussed that. Oh, see, that's cute. You guys are you know, you're not like coming. I like the way the Phillies are looking. I like the way the Phillies are looking. Molly, they're going to be like, oh. Anyway, go ahead. They're going to be like Eddie Murphy. Wait, they told me I can't go. They're going to be like Eddie Murphy. I think I'll be okay. You're more no life. Yeah. We're good. Marcus and I'll do a different remote. Uh, all right. Will Dallas be exposed this weekend, Stephen A? <laughs> really? Is that a trick question? Of course they're going to get exposed. You can book that, baby. You can book that. <laughs> oh, this is going to be a beautiful day. It's going to be a beautiful day. First of all, again, we wish no harm. We wish that Trayvon Diggs gets healthy. We wish him nothing but the best. I am not happy that my brother is injured. I, I, I'm not happy about that, okay? But. With him gone, it does compromise the secondary. Just touch. Just touch. Yeah. Okay. Big loss. Just, just, just touch, right? So, even though their defense is going to be formidable in the same breath, they may compromise this a little bit because, you know, they got to go up against Christian McCaffrey, a leading candidate for league MVP honors. I'd like him. That might have Debo Samuels is still there. Ayuk is still there. Kittles is still there. Is it Kyle Shannon? He's still calling plays. I think he's still calling plays. I mean, he's there. And then Brock Purdy, one of the most efficient quarterbacks in the National Football League, QBR, we understand this. They're all there. And so when you look at the efficiency of the offense and the fact that they're going up against the Dallas Cowboys defense, it'll be a tantalizing matchup, to say the least. Where it gets funny. Where it gets funny for me. Where it gets funny for me is that we've been hearing a lot of noise about how there's an adjustment. We ain't going to just throw the ball all day. We're going to run the football. We're going to take the ball out of Dak Prescott's hand to some degree. We're going to manage him a little bit better. Well, guess what? You don't get to hide behind that this weekend. Because you ain't going to be able to run the ball with so much against San Francisco 49 That brother going to have to throw that football. He's going to have to throw that football this weekend. And right on cue, you can book it. Let me let the Dallas Cowboy fans know. Expect I'm predicting two interceptions. I'm predicting two interceptions, right? And obviously, one of them is going to be at a critical moment when you least need Who it. Who predicts two I'm going, to, I'm going to predict two interceptions. That's going to happen this Sunday. You heard me at first. Just, uh, just, just, Where are you going to be sound. watching this game? Here's, where will I be watching this yeah. game? Deciding yet. I got several options. I got to think about that. But I'll get back to you on okay. where I think I'm going to be. Karma's going to cook for me, though. So I'm going to get a food, whether it's live right or there, or she's going to set it there. I'm yeah. going to have I'm going to be on the East Coast. I ain't going to be on the West Coast. So that's all I want to say. Of course. Of course, the Dallas Cowboys are about to be exposed. You can book that, baby. Because when I say that, I'm only talking about Dak Prescott. Good luck with that. Hope you have a good weekend, bro. Why are you so happy? Hope you had a good weekend. Why, why, no. why are you happy? Because I know that y'all are going to be miserable. So y'all going to be ticked off. Dallas Cowboy fans everywhere is going to be ticked off Sunday night. Because this brother going to throw a couple of picks, man. You can book it, Ducky. It's going to happen. He's and not, when it happens, I ooh, agree with that. Let's go. Trouble.
Um, first off, did Jerry forget about the Eagles? They're the team to beat. We're going to have to beat them twice. Jerry, the Eagles won the NFC last year. They beat San Francisco, and they're 4-0. How do you sit there? He's almost dissing the Eagles with his the little Niners statement. The sent him packing in the playoffs. I understand that, but the, the NFC was won by Philly. I mean, it wasn't won by San Francisco. Sent him home. So he said they're going to go through the Super Bowl. The playoffs going to go through San Francisco. No, it's not. For Dallas, man, dog. For Dallas, it is. Well, they still going to beat Philly. History, they still going to beat Philly. They're going to get in the playoffs. Uh, uh, well, Dallas can make the playoffs. That's what I'm saying. I understand that, but okay. I mean, he made it sound like the road to the Super Bowl, San Francisco, Florida, it's Philadelphia. <laughs> Until the Eagles lose, the road is to them. They're the, they're the, they're the conference champ. You're missing the point. No, I'm not missing a point. Who the has, road is Philadelphia, what not team, San Francisco. What team has knocked the Cowboys out of the playoffs? But he didn't mean it that way. He said San Francisco, the road to the Super Bowl is to them. No, it's For not. Dallas. The road is Philly. That's who the road. For Dallas got to be both teams. They got to get through San Francisco to get to Philly probably, man, dog. That's what he means. It's the first time I agree with Jerry Jones on something that he said. So let me have the moment. <laughs> Go ahead. Finish? Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Did All right, you? now, number one, this is a much bigger game for the Cowboys for the above reason. Lost to them the last two years. Mm-hmm. Dallas has to win this game. This is a huge game for them. I don't care about 28-24, lose a close one. They have to win this game. I know it's week six or week five. You say, what's the big deal? They'd be two and a half back of San Francisco for the best record in the NFC. They would be two back of the Eagles, who are going to beat the Rams in the NFC East. And the Cowboys, their whole goal this year should be, I don't want to be dealing with no home playoff games, and I don't want to be dealing with San Francisco and Dallas back-to-back. San Francisco and Philadelphia back-to-back in the playoffs. The only way that occurs is if they win the NFC East. Then Philadelphia has to play San Francisco, mm-hmm. and they don't. And they play on. The, they take on the winner. And if the Cowboys lose this game this week, they're going to be the fifth seed, and they can't be the fifth seed again. I'm with Steve. I don't trust Prescott. They might have to throw the ball. I don't trust them to do that either, and San Francisco's the better team. But overall, in the big picture, tangibly with the record and psychologically, this is a far bigger game for your little Cowboys than it is for the 49ers. You may talk. <laughs> Why they little? First of all, all right, see, the, the slander. To, to, to take that with the affection. The, 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 nobody on God's green the earth slander is thinks what you're I, little. The, so just stop being the, sensitive. The, the, okay? You said my little Cowboys. <laughs> okay, okay, good. Right. Go ahead. The slander is what I don't like. Okay, okay. All right, you, you guys throw slander. And you do it because I'm sitting at this desk, right. okay? And you know I can't fight you. We actually so do it when you're not I here. I know, I know. But, but here's the thing, okay? Unfortunately, you both are, are correct in your assessment about what Dak Prescott right. is going to need to do. Right. I think he's going to do it. I think, I like, th- this is a rubber-meet-the-road situation for Dak Prescott and Mike McCarthy. I don't want to hear about the defense and how good San Francisco is. San Francisco's offense has not been Dallas's problem for as good as they are. And they may, they may have a great day, but in the past, like, if we basing this off of what we watch – between both of these teams, Mad Dog, you would think, all right, based on how people talk about San Francisco and Dallas last year in the playoff game, you would think San Francisco scored 40 points. You're right. How many did they have? 19. It's about the Cowboys. It's offense. about Dak Prescott. Stephen A., you've been saying it. We talked about it in the preseason. This is one, this is one of the moments. This is one of the seminal moments of Dak Prescott's season. Yeah. And to your point, it's psychological. Because at the end of the day, they probably going to have to see him again. They're going to get in the playoffs. Dallas is going to make the playoffs. Newsflash, we can talk about it. 
They are going to have to play San Francisco again. The psychological part, though, is where I agree with you. And here's the problem that you have if you're the Dallas Cowboys. And why I agree when you say it must be a, a must win. Because now, if you lose this game, this is three, right? This is three critical situations. Yep. Because remember, like, this is what makes the NFL the best. These opportunities matter in the long run. NBA, you got so many games, yeah. right? Teams rest players. They get ready for the playoffs, the seeding. If we're good enough, we're going to have success. Baseball, so many games. We got to get into the postseason. We'll play. In football, this loss or win has in September has ramifications yep. for you the rest of the year. I, I think that Prescott meets the challenge against the San Francisco 49ers, and he has a successful day. Now, does it tie into a win? I don't know. Uh, but I don't think we'll walk away saying Dak Prescott lost the game. Just had, that's had a little research done, you know, because I just don't want to just bloviate and give my heartfelt opinion, although I know it's very valuable and people wait to hear it. I will say this to you, you know, looking at this the schedule coming up for the Dallas Cowboys. Put that camera on me, ladies and gentlemen. See the schedule. The camera is on you. Well, it wasn't for a second. It's been on It wasn't for a second. It was not. It was on Mad Dog so the American public knows don't lie. The point is this. There's four games coming up for the Dallas Cowboys because San Francisco, you know, charges thereafter, uh, bye week, and then we got the Rams and we got the Philadelphia Eagles. So these next four games are going to tell us a lot about the Cowboys, I think it would be safe to say. So just looking at my notes here, I just wanted to throw this by you, okay? Um, first of all, we do understand that every team that's going to play against knows how to score points and move the ball offensively. We know that, all right? But defensively, when we think about the 49ers defense, only Miles Garrett has more sacks than Nick Bosa pretty much over the last year. So since the start of last season, San Francisco's defense has allowed the fewest points in the NFL since 2022. I'm just talking about Dak Prescott, what he's got to go up against. Just think it's the right thing to do, okay? Because of that defense, all right? So going up against a team allowed the fewest points since 2022. And the Chargers defense, that's going to follow up, right? Right now, they've got 16 sacks this season, okay? We got to pay attention to that because they could get through the quarterback, all right? Khalil Mack and the crew, we get all of that, right? Rams defense, Aaron Donald, okay? We know he's leading the league in pressures right now with 22, so we got to throw that out there, right? And then after that, you got what the Philadelphia you? Eagles defense. Leads all teams in defensive pressures this season. Also leads the league with 81 sacks since the start of last season. Uh, the point what, is, what is this, stats class? I, I, I am just making the point Jeez. that when you look at Dak Prescott, and I talk about the moments. No, I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not doing it. I'm just telling you right now. I'm not I'm, I'm just See, this is what pissed me off. No, I don't let me No, you cannot do that. You cannot do that. Four weeks. Over the next five weeks, four games. I hope Dak and in that four, And in that four-week period. Because I don't want to be accused of piling on, you know what I'm saying, unnecessarily. I want to make sure I'm a prophet here. Prophet Stephen A. I'm calling it now. Not only am I predicting two interceptions this weekend, okay, for Dak Prescott. Devin, I'm close to predicting at least two interceptions each game. Right. I'm talking about Why don't eight you interceptions put on it? over the next five weeks. You you should, you should put that, that, I, I, I'm kind of thinking. Unless he, Let's I don't put know. something I don't on know. it. Yeah, put your money where your mouth is, big time. Is he going to be scared to throw the ball? Is he going to be scared to throw the ball? Can we take a game at a time? Can we take a game at a time? No, you just bold that he going to do it. I said I'm inching towards that. That's what I said. I said he's going to throw it. A thousand dollars ain't nothing for you. Put a thousand dollars. My money counts, man. No, no, no. So he doesn't even You just. Went in. You went in for five 
it's a hit out the tax. You just yeah. went it's, in it's, for five it's, it's minutes saying what was going to happen. It's, it's a hit out so the taxes. put your money I on. Get your money right now. You don't want to do the contract, not me. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, I don't know about that. You want, can, I bet the, can I bet you that money on, this, on the two interceptions this weekend? Stephen A., can everything you said yeah. means nothing Duh. if you want right. to do the contract. Duh. $1,000 Oh, you stop it. Stop it. I got your shoes, by the way. They're home. I that was in March, UConn. Like, and those hey, shoes that and, I and owe you for, for the bet that I lost, that was over $1,000. Next I've Wednesday, I want cash. I've never seen the shoes. That happened have, in March. All right, let me, let me say this. Let me say this, because this is why I got mad. Because you, this is what you do. This is what you do. <laughs> this is exactly what you do. And people don't – People don't. you act like <laughs> Dak Prescott don't doesn't play really good football. He does. You've let last he's year he's determine good. how you you think so you think he's just super turnover prone. When it counts. No, wait when a minute, Stephen. On Steve, the road, especially. Wait a minute. When it counts. Man, wow. no, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Everybody, let, let's let's pump the brakes a little bit. Uh-huh. I think see, this is when we get into that gray area. I don't I don't by any means think Dak is a top five quarterback in this league. Uh-huh. I don't think he's out of out of the ordinary. Okay. We gotta stop talking about this man like he don't play high level football though. No, no. Like he his his he career plays, Can I ask you a question? What's worse? Playing not not playing high level football Stephen or a. playing high level football until it matters and then shrinking. You just said the next four weeks he gonna throw two picks a game. I mean, he might, he might. Like, that, that is disrespectful. That's disrespectful. So you say he might. is saying So you think you want to put a thousand on it too? Yeah, yep. Call Fat Rob. Yeah, he, he said, I, I just talked to him. Duh, he ain't doing it. He's too cheap. I had, a, I, I, I had Colorado getting 22, so maybe I will this. Because here's, my problem. here's my problem. No, he yeah. should put it on too. This Call Fat Rob. Just make it happen. Two interceptions next week. This, said. No, that's our bet. He just said Dak Prescott. He, 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 he just said he's going to throw 10 interceptions. No, 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 no. Eight. You said two this eight. week Wait, and the, the next four games. Four games. No, no, no. Oh, so eight, he'll have eight picks in the next four he, weeks. He might. He might. I'm going to be close. Th- that's disrespectful, man, dog. You can more. agree with that. You can agree. More. I think a little more. We got to get ready to go. You think he can throw eight picks in the next four We got to get ready to go. We got to get ready to go. Last comment. I just want to be caught defending Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Don't interrupt. Don't interrupt until you can block the point. This is the man that FaceTimed me. A couple of years ago, I'll never get as long as I live. But it was like it was like two minutes left, and he threw Dallas had the game, and he FaceTimed me talking smack. Oh, he jinxed And they lost. It you understand? It. And they blew the game. And I'm just saying, what are you be doing? careful about what you bet on you because never do that. You'll probably, you never do that. You uh, never okay. do that. You right. never do that. Just, Come on, you're hey, smarter than that. That's ridiculous. Money. Have my money. All right, just tell Wednesday. Stephen A., remind the audience what the bet is. Dak Prescott is throwing two interceptions this week. Okay. Against San Francisco. Sunday night. It's Sunday night. No matter what, deflections, not his full hell. I want to hear all that. It's two, it's two interceptions. It's two interceptions. It's two interceptions. I want to hear the excuses. You know what I'm saying? I want to hear the excuses. Okay. Tip ball, drop pass. So no contest. No, 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 no contest. contest. Two, two, two picks. In the receiver hand, he just drops it. We, we count yeah, it, too. Yeah, of course it counts. Okay. Yeah, that's right. All right. All right. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I'm, I'm done with this video. I'm done with this video. Why I, told, video? I told the producer I don't want to see it anymore. That's two, two years ago. You are hot it's stuff. Beautiful, man. You it's are beautiful, man. man. My man, greatest moment. I'm so disappointed in you. Why are you disappointed in me for? Because it, it, you, you got to be, be logical. And, and listen, you listen, don't, it, excuse me. If Dak Prescott throw eight interceptions fellas, in the next four games, they're going to go 0-4. No, we can revisit this. We have a commission. Remember, he doesn't pay. Okay. He doesn't pay. Over here.
I'm glad. I'm, we have I'm the glad, big guy coming I'm, in. I'm glad. I'm glad the commissioner today because you need to be settled down. Yeah, we need an adult in the room. Yeah, we absolutely it's need perfect one. Perfect timing. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Scoring beatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code TAKE. That's code TAKE. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. Brought to you by the Capital One Venture Card. Earn unlimited double miles on every purchase every day, and you can use those miles on any travel purchase. Plus, earn unlimited 5x miles on hotels and rental cars booked through Capital One Travel. Your next trip is closer than you think with the Venture Card from Capital One. Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. The MLB postseason kicked off Tuesday. Four games across the ESPN family of networks. It began with Jordan Montgomery tossing seven scoreless innings and the Rangers' 4-0 victory over the Rays. Royce Lewis homered twice as the Twins won 3-1 over the Blue Jays. The win snapped Minnesota's 18-game postseason losing streak, which had been the longest streak in MLB, NBA, NFL, and NHL history. The Diamondbacks came back from a 3-0 deficit to win 6-3 over the Brewers. The young talent on display for Arizona's 23-year-olds Corbin Carroll and Gabriel Moreno both homered in their postseason debuts. And Zach Wheeler struck out eight batters while allowing just one run as the Phillies won 4-1 over the Marlins. Phillies had nine players record a hit, tied for the most in a postseason game in franchise history. October, one of the greatest months in sports. We have the commissioner, Rob Manfred, live in studio. It is an honor and a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for coming in. Glad to be here. I want to start with the spike in attendance. Paid attendance crossed the 70 million mark for the first time in over five years. Congratulations on that. What do you attribute that to? I think a big piece of it was the rule changes this year. Um, we, we think it restored baseball to closer to its best form, um, more action, less dead time. But there were other things, too. You know, a balanced schedule gives more variety of opponents. Um, when you play 81 home games, that variety is important. And then, you know, we, what you're seeing right now, the playoff format, more teams in the hunt in September really helps, really helps. And, you know, you love the idea here, Rob, and that's something that we need to get to. You got Arizona in. You got Miami in, Tampa in, Milwaukee in, the Twins. You have a lot of teams that have not spent an exorbitant amount of money. While you have the Yankees, the Mets, the Padres, teams with the big payrolls, 
did not make the playoffs this year. Mm-hmm. Aberration? Let me get your thoughts on that. Go ahead. Well, I, I don't know if it's an aberration. We'll see. I think that the, the one point that's absolutely clear, our game right now is blessed with an influx of young talent over the last five years, unlike anything we've seen. And people are winning with young talent. Um, that's the way people are winning. And uh, you're seeing the product of that on the field right now. I mean, you miss Baltimore, maybe uh, the best Baltimore example. Perfect you know, example, right? Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Commissioner, first of all, honored to have you here. Thank you so much for being here. I want to revisit the rules, some of the rules that you implemented. You're talking about a pitch time, a defensive shift, uh, you know, bigger bases for crying out loud. You've got a situation where there's more stolen bases, you more run production, more home runs, more everything. And it's lent, as far as I'm concerned, the sport of baseball has leaned towards ingratiating itself with that younger audience. I think that you've done a phenomenal job. I'm very, I was very supportive of the rule changes that you wanted implemented. You took a lot of heat from a lot of people in the sport that were very reluctant for these changes to take place. Sitting here now, knowing that attendance is up, the game of the, 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 the amount of time, the length of time on the game has shrunk by about 25 minutes or so. Right. All of these things that have transpired, how are you feeling right now, considering the heat that you were taking because you wanted these changes, because obviously you ended up being right? You know, heat is part of this job or any commissioner's job. I don't worry about that too much. Um, we feel really good um, about the way the rule changes worked out. And I, I think the most important thing is this. We didn't have some vision that was based on what we thought about the game we did fundamental research with our fans, and we think the changes were well-received because we listened to them mm-hmm. and tried to give them the kind of game they wanted to see on the field. And you love the format of this wild card. We give oh. ESPN the best of three. A lot of people think maybe, you know, add a best of five and make it a little longer. Best of three is fine. Probably a little better than a knockout that we used to have. You, have, you got to win two games, and you, and you get everybody get the appetite whetted for the divisional series. It's a great week in baseball. Yeah, I, look, I think that, you know, it's interesting. You talk about change, and there's been so much talk about change. Mm-hmm. I think the success and the popularity of the wild card round has been based on tradition. And, and I, what I mean by that is we're playing three-game series the way baseball's always played, right? right. I mean, that's what you do all yeah. year long. Uh, you know, it's not a game that's decided one and done. And, and I think given teams that get through – 162-game schedule, qualify for the playoffs. They ought to at least get that three-game series for a chance, is a chance to prove themselves. I'm looking at a guy like Acuna in, in Atlanta and the kind of year that he's been having. He's been absolutely sensational. When these rule changes were implemented, did you foreshadow or did you see this kind of success happening, not just with him, but a lot of the young players in the league? Um, you know, we had a pretty good feel um, for what was going to happen with the rule changes because we had played 8,000 games mm-hmm. with these rules in the minor leagues. Got it. And, you, you know, I understand, uh, you know, maybe better than anyone except players, that the major leagues are different, but the fact of the matter is the quantitative outcomes that we saw in the field were right in line with what we saw in the minor leagues, and that gives you more confidence about making a change, right? You, you feel more comfortable that you know what's going to happen. And thank goodness you didn't change it for the postseason. Leave it alone. I know you were rumored about, you know, I know the Player Association, they had five or six seconds. If you play one rule in a regular season, That's right. leave it alone in the postseason. That was the deciding factor, I think, you know, to play one way all year and change it doesn't make sense. But, you know, the other interesting number is during the year, on the 15-second clock, the average pitch was thrown with six seconds left. Mm-hmm. 
And on the 22nd clock, it was thrown with eight seconds. Wow. So they weren't the the whole time was not even getting Mm -hmm. used. And, And look, last night. You talk about fan friendly. Oh, we had four games. We were done at ten twenty eight last yeah. night. That's you know? when the game was over ten twenty eight. Yeah, I mean, uh, I think it's really an improvement. Uh, let me uh, throw this at you real quick. Can sure, I see? Please, please. Uh, not interrupt. Only nineteen thousand in Tampa for a playoff game. Yeah. Now you're getting a new stadium built there in St. Pete, and I know you're ah three o'clock. I don't want to hear about the time. It's a playoff game, and that's a ninety eight win team. That's not a team that snuck in. That's a that's a big time team, Rob. You had to be a little disappointed. You know, uh, one thing I don't like about you is you take my first answer away in the question. <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I was going to say game time. I, you know, I mean, you, you're killing me. But, um, look, it, 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 is, it has been a struggle there for Tampa, and, and I do think it's a shame. Um, that organization has done a phenomenal job in terms of putting a competitive product on the field year after year. This is not some fluky thing. It happened once. Um, I will say, you know, I was in the ballpark in Tampa yesterday. I will say the fans that were in the ballpark were, were pretty it. passionate. Yeah, pretty um, passionate. You know what? That, that, that's his question. I got something different on my okay. mind, Commissioner. Okay. Uh, I'm thinking about a team like the Baltimore Orioles. I believe their payroll ranked 28th. I'm thinking about, what is it, four of the lowest 10 payrolls actually made the playoffs. But the Yankees, they missed it. The Mets. They missed it, and Buck Walters now looking for another job. And the Padres, I want to know how you feel about that. Is that a great thing for baseball? Is it a bad thing for baseball? What are your thoughts about that? No, I, you know, look, you never want to see um, the owners uh, of clubs like that make a massive investment in players and not have it pay off. It, it, it's obviously disappointing for those clubs um, on the one hand. On the other hand, for the health of the sport, to have a variety of teams in the postseason – and to have a message out there for your fans that, you know, you don't have to be the highest payroll to win in this sport, mm-hmm. right? I think that's a good thing for what us over the What about the long. market, though? I mean, New York City, the Mecca. I mean, you live Paris, here. Stephen, I, I live here. We understand it's the Big Apple, and neither team is in the postseason. This is breaking my heart. I, I understand that a lot of New Yorkers um, feel that way. The fact of the matter is, you know, we got 30 markets Everybody has to have a chance to compete. We do have some bigger markets, Los Angeles being premier among them, that, that, that made the postseason. And, again, I, I do believe variety variety is a good thing for, for our sport. You know, you look at other sports, they have that same kind of it, mix. It's rough in New York across the board, okay? Take it from a Giants fan. Yeah. What's going on with the Jets? Yeah. It's, it's not just in baseball. I'm curious of any October storylines that you're looking forward to. You know, I think that uh, um, for me, uh, the youth movement is really the biggest story in baseball. And I think um, however well these young teams play all year long, I think it's a really interesting story as to how they perform when you have the pressure and the spotlight mm-hmm. of the postseason. Um, you know, we have a couple of, um, of really um, interesting young teams, and what, it'll be really interesting to see if they hold. Oh, on. we love it. Um, I, you know, I, you know, I love the reseeding thing. Um, I have heard you on this. Yeah. <laughs> 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 have you thought? You know, the NFL does it. Yeah, the I know. Best record plays the worst record after the first round. Has baseball right. thought about that? Yeah, we talked about reseeding. Um, I, I think the important thing for us, you know, when you have a regular season like ours. Um, where you're playing 162 games, divisional play has to matter, okay? And, you know, the the reseeding that that you might do 
um, is not always the correct answer. So, so, for example, if you have a really tough division, the division winner there might not have as good a record as somebody in a different division, but they fought it out and they won that division. Part of the excitement that helps us keep fans going all season long is that division matters. So you want to guarantee them the three seats? Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Let me transition to a different subject because I'd be remiss in neglecting to bring this up. The Institute for Diversity and Ethics in Sports, as of right now, believe African-American participation from a player's perspective in the sport is at 6.2% last time I read. Um, obviously, I think that Major League Baseball has done a, a, a good job in terms of the RBI program along with various other things. That's reviving baseball in the inner cities and what have you doing what you can to ingratiate yourself with that African-American audience. But nevertheless, the number is still at 6.2%. I want to know how much of a concern is that for you as the commissioner and what is being done to rectify it? Yeah, I mean, let's start with the concern piece. Okay. Look, you, we, we want our ballparks um, to be a place where everyone wants to go, regardless of what your circumstances, race, whatever. Um, you can't attract that kind of diversity in your fan base unless you have adequate diversity on the field. So it's a huge concern for us. Um, this is one of those uh, issues where there's only one way to fix it. It's from the bottom up. Um, we have increased tenfold our spending on youth participation. Um, the focus there has been um, particularly underserved areas, African-American communities. Um, and we are starting to see some successes. The last five years in our draft, 20% of the first round has been African-American. Mm. That's a huge change for us. And almost every one of those players, I think without exception, has some touch with a Major League Baseball program. I mean, when you have a program um, like, like we run um, at the, in Vero Beach, um, where the Dodgers used to train, mm -hmm. um, where you have so many former major leaguers, African-American major leaguers who are volunteering to spend two weeks with kids that we have to turn guys away. Mm -hmm. You're starting to turn that corner. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, we just need to keep building from the bottom up and get the level of diversity that I think is necessary in order for us to be an economic success. Mm -hmm. Doggy, by the way, four of the first five players drafted in the 2022 draft were African-American. I'd love to see it. And, you yeah. know, you guys have done a tremendous job. you got to get the kids to play the baseball at the youth level. That's it's the, the only, bottom line. It's the only way. And, look, you know, there are challenges with mm -hmm. baseball, right? Baseball is not the – it can be a more expensive sport. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, Tony Regan's former general manager of the Angels, runs our youth programming. I, I can't tell you – how hard and how he has worked on this topic and how creative he's been in terms of not only developing our own programs, but figuring out a way where we can use our economic muscle to get African-American kids, kids who don't have mm -hmm. the resources, into those programs. What role do you believe TV blackouts in some market factor into the equation as it pertains to the subject that we're talking about right now? Because yeah, a lot of times you see the games blacked out and that might, that might impede their ability to ingratiate themselves with the sport. TV blackouts are a huge problem. Steve, not, you know, this is not rocket science, right? If little Chris Russo can't watch the game on TV, he's not going to be pulling on his parents' pant legs saying, take me to the game. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I think if you wander around um, the halls in our office, the single most used word right now in baseball is reach. Mm -hmm. We need to get games 
on the platforms where people want to be, where okay. they want to watch, and they need to be on platforms that are accessible and relatively frictionless. One of the things I want to do, excuse me for interjecting there, because when you think about some ideas, I would come up with some donating more equipment. I'm talking about players. I'm talking mm-hmm. about players in particular teams. Fast-track minor leagues, obviously local teams donate equipment, I think will go a long way. But my last question on this subject is really not this subject. I remember Alex Rodriguez kept bringing this up, and he talked about the elevation of the game itself and the role that players, a significant role that players can play in terms of not holding on to tradition, per se, and doing things just the old-fashioned way and forcing people to adapt to them. is them adapting to the times, utilizing social media, utilizing that reach. How much do you wish, do you aspire for the players to become more active in that regard to assist in ingratiating the sport with the youth? Yeah, it's more than just aspire, okay? The, uh, our Players Alliance, you know, we, we made a commitment of uh, in excess of $100 million over time. Why do we do that? Because when you run a youth program where, in, in particularly in an African-American community, where instead of, you know, a, a very good maybe baseball coach who's worked forever, instead of him, it's CeCe Sabathia or Jimmy Rollins, you get a different bang for your buck. Mm. Um, with respect to the current players, we see the social media thing as, as an educational tool. We have a social media program. Hundreds of major league programs have, or players have signed up for it. And what we try to do is make it easy for the players. We give them prepackaged clips that they can add their personal note to and get it out there. And I think you have seen a huge change in the players in the last three or four years. Maybe the, one of the biggest ones ESPN bending in, in the middle of their willingness to wear microphones in games, players' willingness to do that. You know, look, it gives, this is the reality of the world we live in. It gives fans what they want the most, mm-hmm. an opportunity for insight into that player. Yep. Uh, umpires. Yeah. You know, I like the regular umpire behind home plate. I'm not a big believer in a robotic umpire. I know that at one point you were. I'm not sure where you stand on that. But we saw some shaky umpiring here late. You know, Angel Hernandez with Harper at third base. I want you to mention that. The umpire last week in the Met game threw out Berger. Not, which was not right in a pennant race. I mean, you like to see a little decency, a little take the energy off and keep the guy in the game. Sometimes, you know, fans scream and yell about the umpiring all the time. What's your feeling about the status of the game right now as we move into this postseason? Look, umpiring, um, constant challenge. You know, I go around, I, I meet privately with the players on each team over the course of the season. Um, you get a pretty good feel in those meetings what they think about umpiring. I try to pay real attention to it. Um, the input, you know, it's not that I'm annoyed because something happened last night thing. It's, it's more of a conversation about what they're seeing over time. I think it's an area we need to continue to strive to improve. Um, I remain um, committed. I, I don't like robotic because I think it, it, it gives the wrong impression. There's always going to be an umpire behind home plate. But I continue to believe that the ABS system, we can use technology to improve the quality of the umpiring without losing the human element. So you think you can do both with the ball strike? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I, we're testing two, two different ways in, in the minor leagues right now. One where every pitch is delivered in an earpiece and the umpire just makes the call. Not really? Okay. That, the second one um, is a challenge system. The pitcher, the catcher, or the hitter can challenge. If you're right, um, if you're right you keep your challenge. The amazing thing about it, because the umpire wears the earpiece. Actually, the first time I saw it in a minor league game, I was with Raul Abanez, and um, we're sitting down in Tampa watching this minor league game, and he says, 
what'd you think about the challenge? I said, what challenge? I missed it. It, it, right. it, it tastes like two seconds. Yeah. Subtle. It literally takes like two seconds. I think talking to players, and, and I take this very seriously, they feel like the challenge system preserves that human element behind the plate better, um, that it is consistent with where we started on instant replay, which is fix the big miss. Yep. The high leverage. It's, right. You're evaluating a lot. And it's, it's a balance of keeping tradition and modernizing at the same time. You've done it exceptionally well. And I know the owners have reelected you, extended you through 2029. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, thank you so much for the time today. Thank really you. appreciate it. Was it. Was really, it was really interesting to hear, you know, everything that you're looking at and changing, et cetera. And we're excited first. Game has changed for the better. Baseball. Game has changed for the better. It's never been as exciting for young folks. Well, never. We love when you're talking about baseball on first take. I have to tell you, and I know you do it regularly, and we appreciate it. We really do. Hey, I'm Molly Karam, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. Have you ridden an electric bike yet? Well, you need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to more exploring time outside on their bikes. So they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range for up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-Bikes.com. Hey, Molly Karam here, and thanks so much for listening to the First Take Podcast. When you're on a business trip, you know what goes completely off the rails your workout routine, especially when you book a hotel that doesn't have a gym. So what ends up happening is you do a few push-ups, sit-ups in your room, run around the block, or you just skip it entirely. Lame. If you just stay at La Quinta by Wyndham, you'll discover there's a fully equipped fitness center at every location. Now you can wake up, power your buys, your tries the right way, or de-stress with a little cardio. The choice is yours. Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow, you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Josh Allen put on a show Sunday when Tua and the Dolphins came to town. A perfect passer rating four TDs, not just solidifying himself in the MVP race, but restoring the Bills as one of the teams to beat in the AFC. Allen is now actually the MVP favorite after Tua and... Doug, are you having a conversation? Yes, with myself. Get myself warmed up. 
trying to bleed into the segment, is the favorite after Tua entered last week as the favorite. This, this is ridiculous. Patrick Mahomes is just behind them this with Jalen Hurts and Lamar Jackson rounding at the top five. Christian McCaffrey is the only non-quarterback in the top ten. That's okay. What is? That, that, that's, that. Just rename it a quarterback award. For real. Like, I'm being serious at this point, man, dog. I the, the MVP needs to be quarterback. Who's the quarterback MVP of the league this year? Because that that's ridiculous. Go ahead. I know okay. everybody. Well, well, wait, well, wait, wait, Go ahead. Yeah, let, let's, let's, let's start, and then you guys can get mad that it's a quarterback award. Who is the <laughs> – well, I've been teasing all show that he's got this yeah. crazy MVP, and I'm waiting to hear who it is. I have an answer for you. Oh, great. Dramatic. Have you heard – has anybody heard? in our esteemed table of Holland Hill. No. See? No. How about you? No. Spears? Okay. No. I in don't. 1954. Oh, my I'm God. God. Literally, oh my you God. know I what? I was proud no. of you. You stole the show in the Rob Manfred interview. Can I and now it's time for you to go home. 29 years. 19, I, was I wasn't born, born yet. Stevie was. He was He was around. But I wasn't born yet. I was not. Please don't ahead. change the In channel. 1954, Holland Hill was a receiver for the Chicago Bears. George Hallis. In the first four games of that year in 54, he had 38 catches, which was the record until Sunday. So my MVP of you, the first four games of the year Puka? is Nakuka. <laughs> How you pronounce it? Nakua. Puka Nakua. Nakua. He is. What do you mean? Who is it? The receiver for the Rams. Yes, tell, him. tell us his name. Nakua. Hilarious. You've got a fifth round pick at BYU. Yes, he's, he's been got, balling. He's been balling. He's, he's got 39 <sighs> catches yeah. in four games. Right. And Paul Holland now okay, is we don't out to... of the record books. Paul the Holland. greatest receiver in the history of the National Football League through the quarter mark of a season is Nakua. And because of that, he is the most valuable player. In the national first football. of all, first of all, as ridiculous as you are, as hilarious as you are, you do make a valid point about his level of production. To be a rookie, to be a guy that just busted onto the scene and to play with the confidence that he has played with Cooper Cup being out due to injury, I got to give him a lot of credit because he's obviously been a target over the last two weeks or so and people have been keying on him. But I'm still going to go the quarterback route. I understand your Even point. They don't add hold to on. that Puka. Hold, hold, listen, thing. listen. I'm just he saying is. he's been balling. That's he all. Yes. All right. That's all. Calm down. Stop. You know, you 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 got too much attitude no, this morning. You, before. But, you 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 know what? The before hell. even people make their point, you complaining. Because I mean, it, come on, my brother. I know where the point is I, going. I, I know, but, but here's right. the deal. Here's the deal. I'm sorry. Let me. You're right, but I'm saying you should be more angry about the running backs and how they're treated. I really want to take the audience behind the curtain right now, but I'm not going. Let me just say this real quick because we only got a couple of minutes before the segment ends. Josh Allen. Here's the reason why. Omit the first, the four interceptions in the in in in, in the opener, or in the four turnover debacle mm-hmm. in the opener against the Jets. The man has completed 76% of his passes. He's accounted for 10 touchdowns, eight pass, two rush, just a single turnover, and the Bills have won three straight by 28 or more. And at this moment in time, He's the NFL's highest-rated passer since week two at 125.8. When you look at what Josh Allen is doing, mm-hmm. I don't think he can anymore. Okay, who you got? Christian McCaffrey. All right. CMC. And, and it is a I, – I, bro, it's a quarterback award, bro. Like, let's 
the, Christian McCaffrey has 900 scrimmage yards right now. And we week five ain't started yet. Yeah. He's on pace to have 2,500 total yards in the season. From the running back position, who people say is, is not valuable in the NFL anymore. Yep. The touchdowns, I'm not going to even – He's a digit. hybrid. It's not really about running with him. It's, I mean, he does it but all. Stephen, but that, to your point – Don't you need that? Marcus, yeah, he does it all. Marcus, to your point, Brock Purdy has better odds than him. That, so that's I how mean, you go with a quarterback it, award. It, 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 listen, this is a moot point at this point. Remember earlier we were talking about Michael Parsons might be – no, he's not. Let's stop lying. Like – we, we, we have a service to do on television when it, in regards to sports. The MVP in the NFL is a quarterback award. Mm-hmm. For us to talk about anything, we've seen seasons when Derrick Henry has went over 2,000 yards rushing and not even been close mm-hmm. to being the MVP of the NFL. Right now, Christian McCaffrey is the best individual player in football. Based on his production and what he's doing and how he's impacting games. All right, I'm told. I'm told. All right, yeah. Go yeah As a I'm black man, I call it the reverse discrimination. Okay. If he were black, he'd be even more coming right. out of the running back position. The last non-quarterback to win was Adrian Peterson. That was in 2012. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.